Aesthetic Podcast. Uh, my name is Eric, and this is Randy. Hello. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. All kinds. We got uh, Randy got his hands on an M1 Max MacBook Pro 16 inch. He's going to talk about it. I want to talk about Linux. I've been looking at Linux a lot and uh, all kinds of operating system stuff. We're going to talk Halo. Try to leave Windows in the dust, right? Leave Windows in the dust, dude. We're going to talk about Halo because we love Halo, dude. We uh, love Halo. And uh, we're at this point. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, Randy, you're downloading, dude. You see this video? <laughs> you're like <laughs> melting. I'm, I'm downloading. Yeah, dude. I, it looked like you were uh, entering the matrix there for a minute. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're a video watcher on YouTube, where uh, we do our recording in like a really interesting way where like he streams directly to me, but there's some weirdness that happens. So if Randy melts away out of nowhere, he'll go, he'll go from like looking beautiful to all of a sudden melting away. So I've been having some internet issues lately. Uh, and like Comcast or Xfinity or whatever has admitted in my area that, that they're doing updates. Okay. But, uh, they need to uh, update hasn't really, fast. Dude. Yeah. But like I've been hurting for like two weeks. Cause you pay for what? Like the best internet that you yeah, can get right yeah i get well for the area right like for some of our listeners it may not be that impressive but um i get like 1600 down like 100 up 1600 so. downs is not uh yeah. nuts but 100 ups yeah. you know yeah but yeah but like it's goofy because right because like i i think we've had this discussion before where yeah. like all like pretty much commercial grade routers have one gigabit per, or, or or one 2.5 gig port on them right so you can't really utilize those speeds right because or I well, you, you can't really utilize those speeds on a single device because well, no, uh, I mean th that's the thing you, because everything's because gigabit, right? Every, every other port would be limited to gigabit, right? Yeah. So like, so like, I just basically have to do like a, a Nick teaming, yeah. If if you're familiar with Nick teaming, um, but yeah, we're fine. Yeah. No, I mean, odds are, like, if you have internet service like that, like one device, I mean, it'd be nice to be able to pull like that much on one device, but. It's really designed for like a household, ideally. Um, you could split it up, but yeah. Um, but yeah, man, let's talk about the the MacBook. So you just got yeah. it, man. Uh, what yesterday? Yeah, uh, yeah yesterday. Yeah. Um, uh, it's pretty interesting to me so far. You know, first and foremost, out of the box, I think the thing that I noticed the most uh, was the size. Obviously, coming from the thirteenth, that kind of. Well, you think about sense, it now, because right? like obviously we've gotten because you've had a sixteen before, but now yeah, you, yeah. you know, as the owner uh, of a thirteen for a while, uh, is going back to the sixteen like not something you want to do, or what do you feel? So here's the thing, and I just saw myself melt on you Zoom, did. but not it's, melt on OBS. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm kind of in this weird spot, man, where like I feel like the thirteen M one is almost like magic in a bottle. So you've been kind of busy for a little bit, right? Yeah. And and like we haven't gotten the like 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 to actually talk as much as as we have necessarily in the past. Right. Um it and, sucks. And, 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 and and it sounds like I'm talking about years, but it's really been like ten days, but it seems like a lot for, for, dude, for me. We anyway. used to we talked daily, so, dude, until so. holiday season hit. Yeah, dude. So here's where I'm at. Okay. So like the screen is gorgeous. Like 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 unequivocally, this screen is probably the best screen I've ever seen. Uh, wow, speakers dude. is that like definitive ever seen for, for a laptop? For a laptop, okay. Um, Asterisk. I mean, I mean, it, it it probably is pretty damn good. I mean, it's so the, good. The darks are dark and the brights are like blinding. You know what I mean? So yeah. like it's 
I would maybe say it's probably one of the best screens I've ever seen. Period. Like not even on a laptop. Like yeah. Just period. Um, uh, can we, can I, I, I tend talk to like about the screen for yeah, a quick second. Yeah, sure. So there's a YouTuber I watch. Uh, it's like oh, Vincent Tio. No, is that is that no, where you're no, going no. with it's this? It's a Dang it. No, he does a lot of monitor reviews specifically. Um, and he did a review on the new MacBooks. Um, uh, let me let me type it in so I can tell you. But one thing he noticed is it just, it was beautiful. Like the display, it puts out a gorgeous image. But there's like a big uh, pixel response time problem where okay. like they don't, the pixels do not refresh well at all. Like, so it's, it's like, I haven't this, noticed that yet, but well, I haven't it, noticed like, it yeah. either, but like, I'm not playing a Twitch shooter on it. Right. But he, he, you know, he's done measurements and stuff. And you know, the thing is that they advertise like pro motion. So you get like the 120 Hertz and everything, but if you get really poor pixel response times, it's just going to be a blur anyway. It's, yeah. It's going it's to look like jelly. Right. Um, so. so it's like, well, yeah, you got pro motion, but if you have poor pixel response times, I mean, they were saying it was pretty bad. So, I mean, just um, kind of look for that. And like next time you do like the UFO test or something, you know what I mean? So I could tell you that in a vacuum, like if you didn't tell me that, I probably wouldn't have noticed it. Um, I didn't notice it until he like, I watched yeah, the so, video on it. Cause, so to your point, I'm not playing kind of strike global offensive on my MacBook. I'm just not, you know? Right. But what I can tell you, I did notice is um, I'm of the left dock army with the auto hide dock. Um, yeah. Okay. And I, I the... could tell you right away that when I was playing around the 16 and then went back to my 13, I was like, Ooh, that dock comes out. So juddery. Like, it, like, like I immediately oh. noticed okay. the screen difference on the 13. Is it because uh, like the animations aren't like, yeah, it's because it, it's because of the animations, right? Smooth. Like they're not, uh, they're, they're not as smooth. Right. But then once you use the 13 for a couple hours, you don't notice it again. Right. Yeah. But like if you used, what are you drinking, dude? It's the just balls ball. again, dude. You know, I'm all dude, about. You're always. I'm always drinking you balls. Know, I got the dude. blue balls this time. Yeah, I got more balls coming in the mail. But uh, um, yeah. So yeah, so like going back to the 13, I was like, oh wow, this is not something I'll be able to do. And then like I was kind of just like using the 13 for a little bit, and I kind yeah. of lost the 13. Notice still good, it. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I did a side by side with. Uh, I was watching, you know, when uh, Xbox had their what was it? 20th anniversary uh, live yeah, yeah, stream yeah. when they yeah. announced Halo Infinite. I had the live stream open on my 13-inch MacBook uh, Pro and then my 14, and and it was a lot prettier on the 14. But it, you know, it's that was like with a side by side. Like, had I not sure, done that, sure. I wouldn't have noticed the display was even like this is SDR content, right? But it was like better significantly better on the 14 yeah i mean i think i told you that the first video i showed kelly on the 16 was an sdr halo cam uh halo infinite campaign trailer yeah. and, and and her first comment was how good it looked like not like the game but like how good like like the video looked on the screen yeah that's pretty um, cool yeah it's uh, like oh i don't care so, about the game but that display though <laughs> yeah, but like that's something that's like uh, I feel like that's important, right? Because like that's just an average consumer. That's literally an average consumer. Yeah. That's literally someone who, who says I want a MacBook or I want an iPad and doesn't look at the specs. They just buy an iPad. Yeah, you know, they just buy an iPhone. So for someone who is not like us to you know immediately point out the screen, even when I wasn't showing that part off specifically, yep. kind of speaks volumes to it. I think um, there's a few. <sighs> 
so like i'm just gonna say that my initial impressions are i love it right but yeah. i also don't love it as much as i thought i would hmm. uh so and... i want to get into that real quick let me interrupt sure. you so sure. i just want to say that the reviewer uh that i'm talking about uh let's see if it'll pull up here if i do it yeah so i have it uh it's a little off center but hardware unboxed have you watched these guys i have yeah have, uh, yeah yeah, they, he's they a good go, guy. Yeah, yeah good. You know, goes into depth on. Uh, you know, oh my gosh, like you know, I always felt like they had I a really could good do, graphics card video back in the day. Yeah, I I always felt like I could review monitors, but like he goes to another level. Like he goes into all these graphs and pixel response times, and like uh, I I just I'm impressed with the uh, technical depth of his reviews. I wonder if these technical channels are part of the reason. You know, we're going off topic here, but if all these like really in-depth you know almost white paper articles are the reason why linus is feeling a little like I'm, yes. I, I i i need to shit off the pot type deal oh no that's 100 percent. so yeah linus because he's i'm melting dude. You, yeah while you were doing that your team speak was breaking up so it's definitely your internet being goofy dude uh but don't worry about it don't worry about melting the way dude um but anyway so that's what i think is uh, happening with linus is he's like why aren't I making that content? You know what I mean? Right. That, that best uh, in class, like white paper, like content that's very respectable. Cause I think like Linus, much like us really respects that level of journalism, that, yeah. that kind of depth that, uh, that yeah. there's a credibility there that he just doesn't feel like he has in his videos. Right. Right. And right. Uh, I know he wants that cause you know, he has integrity, uh, technical integrity like we do. Right. Like, he cares about that. So it'd be nice to see him invest in that area more because as of right now, you even see him reference like uh, Gamers Nexus and stuff at times, right? Because mm -hmm. they go into like a kind of over technical uh, level of detail where like they lose a lot of mainstream viewers because yeah, yeah. it's like that good. But you need people like that. You know what I mean? You need people like Linus and you need people like uh, Steve at Gamers Nexus. <laughs> So yeah, and his team. No, I get it. I get it. But if I had to work for one, I'd rather work at Steve's personally. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so too. I, I think it's a. I, I think it's fun. Yeah. To to, to do that type of testing, you know, it more is. so than making random videos. But yeah, you know, so from like a, I'd I'm say from like a, like a like a video maker perspective, I'd rather work at Linus's. Like if I was like a video editor. Whereas yeah, but if I, was I think doing what I mean is like stuff. Yeah. I'd rather be at like gamers mm. nexus doing that type of content because i get it it's like that in-depth technical like deep dive that they really like put a lot of time into it i feel like linus's videos like have deadlines like they gotta meet these deadlines they gotta rush everything out they gotta make a video quota you mm. know like i feel like they don't do that uh, i feel like they maybe they're rushed you know like yeah. i don't know they still put out great content but i don't know I don't know. Anyway, we were we're getting off topic, but so the MacBook Pro. Let's, reel it back. Let's, let's yeah. reel it back, dude. Reel it back. Reel it back, dude. Um. So like you, okay, you got it in your hands, and you're kind of underwhelmed, is what you're getting at. I don't want to say I'm underwhelmed. Um, I guess that when I got the 13, and I think you were the same way that when we got the 13 M1 in our hands, mm -hmm. I think that we had a certain level of, of expectation, yeah, and it exceeded those expectations. The M1. I agree. 
I, 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 I was thinking about it today, dude. Actually, I, I want to say I mirror how you feel. Uh, the, so, it, like the M one MacBook, I have pondered about going back, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just like this perfect sweet spot where you get like, no matter what you do on it, you get amazing battery life. Yeah. So I kind of want to touch on that for a little bit. So like, I think I told you this morning, I was like, oh man, like, like, like the 16 has crazy battery life. Right. Yeah. And what I did was I installed DaVinci resolve. I uploaded 25 gigs to YouTube. Okay. Um, I installed a few other pieces of software like logic pro. I yep. updated, uh, some of the basic, uh, Mac apps like pages and numbers. And I, um, I installed like clean my Mac t- uh, X and, yeah. and things like that. Um, and I was like, wow, I'm still at 94%. I did a lot. That's pretty good. You yeah. know? And then I was like, oh, I wonder how this is under load, you know? So yeah. I literally started up world of Warcraft and I just stood there. I literally just stood there. I didn't move because yeah. I was doing other stuff. I, I just, I just left my character on. Um, and, 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 the battery was down to nine percent, which is where it gets that little low power, right? Notifications. I, I, symbol that says like your computer is going to go to sleep soon. Yeah, it was down to nine percent, which is when that turns on, and then by the time I moved it, it dropped to eight <sighs> in one hour eleven minutes. Okay, yeah. So, so it went all, from ninety four percent to dead. So just for some context, you know, I'm you know you remember when I did some WoW testing, yeah, uh, on the yeah. old sixteen inch, and mm-hmm. it could handle WoW for a little under an hour. So that's a better right. result, but it's very similar. And I remember just thinking how, like, the, if you do the same tests on the M1, it will last for like three hours, maybe four. Like it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's like, it's and I know that we're, yeah. we're looking at different metrics here because on the, right. Because one, one obviously runs a lot better and, and things of that yes. nature. But at the end of the day, like I'm buying a laptop for a reason. Cause I want that mobile portability. I want to be able to take a picture. It sounds like and I'm probably life so important for that. You it know? sounds like I'm probably being a little rough on it. Um, well, it depends um, on what you want it for, because if you want it for that portability thing, like it's beat by the M1. Like the M1 yeah. beats it as a mobile device, but as a workhorse device, if you're going to be plugged in, like without question, it's like a beast, right? But if oh like, yeah, so you know, it depends. So I I also want to add a few other things. Um, I could tell you right now that I had a GS65 Stealth with a thirty sixty, right? And that gets beat by the m1 where it gets really more impressive uh the m1 max sorry where it gets really more impressive is i'm getting better than plugged in performance on well let me phrase it differently the m1 max unplugged gets better performance than the gs65 stealth plugged in uh the ability to get the same level of performance plugged or unplugged I, i i i can't fathom how cool that is I can't. I. I, I honestly well, can't. I, I love that myself because that's one of the drawbacks of most gaming laptops is you don't dream of using it unplugged, like in getting max performance. Even the old. But it's 16, like a pipe dream, right? right? Like, like it's kind of like a pipe dream, isn't it? It is. Uh, so, like, I mean, even the old sixteen, because if you were unplugged, you would basically want to not use dedicated graphics on it. You switch to right. integrated, right? Because right. that's where you're going to get battery life. Uh, but like you don't have to think about that with these new ones. 
uh, you just get max performance all the time, which I mean, for better or for worse, because I kind of wish I could like, I do want to, I do want to add to that if possible, because there is one thing I noticed, but I didn't test yet. Yeah, sure. So those of you who maybe are familiar with wow, like if you go into like, you know, system and then advanced yeah, and then like, it'll say graphics card. And then like nine times out of 10, it'll just say auto detect or your one graphics card that you have. Right. Yeah. Well, on the M1 Max, it's it says Apple M1 Max, and then underneath it says Apple M1 Max efficiency cores. What the hell? Yeah. What? So, so Wow will let you pick it so it runs like on, on just the efficiency graphics. You're card. kidding me? No, there's no way. I, I, really, dude? Dude, check it out. I didn't get to try it yet, but that could uh, be a game changer. That could be a game changer. That's kind of cool. Like. If you could switch, because, yeah, I mean, if it would run on the... I didn't know it worked like that, though. I thought that was, like, just for CPU. I didn't know that was, like, a like a GPU type of setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, so, like... Uh, I mean, I think it is, right? Like, it's. I think it is a CPU-only thing. So, I wonder what that actually would impact, right? I like, mean, I, I, I turned it on briefly when I saw it, but, yeah. like, this was when I was already kind of hurting on battery. Um, I still think that you you wouldn't get that big of a gain, right? Because well, my FPS should drop by about seventy percent. You know so. what that tells me, right? That means that your CPU bottlenecked probably for a lot of it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but it's literally the setting is called graphics card. Well, so. you know, I don't know. I can't claim. I'm not. I'm not an Apple engineer, dude. I don't know how it works yeah. under the hood. I thought it was a CPU only constraint that was, uh, but you know, know. the thing about MMOs is they are pretty, uh, CPU heavy. heavy. Yeah. So I could see you because like, you're basically cutting your, uh, your single core performance significantly for that efficiency core. Right. So maybe even halving or more of your performance, uh, overhead. So yeah, I could see that. So it's pretty interesting, you know? Um, I, I like that I you can do that. <laughs> that's neat. Yeah. That that's even so, a setting. So uh so yeah, so like that was kind of that was kind of a miss for me. Um so the battery performance was 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 kind of what I would have expected from like every other laptop I've used under load. And that's but it, sad. Uh, but the performance unplugged was better. You know what I mean? But like if I if I could only get that performance but but here's the thing, man. Like if I can only get that performance unplugged for an hour anyway, then yeah. I'm not going to be unplugged. So that becomes a moot metric to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know. I you know this is the thing. What it, we have to ask ourselves because you know, believe it or not, like I was saying, uh, you know, it, I'm still torn because I could go back to the the M1, the 13 inch right. M1, and actually be pretty like I had a great experience on the thing. You know, like I remember loving it. And like, I love this new device. Don't get me wrong, but like the battery life really hurts. Like once you get used to like the M1 performance, like the battery performance, it's just like, you don't even think about your battery. You just have it, you know, it's iPad level good. And then now going back, it's like, ow, this kind of sucks. Like, I don't like the way this feels, you know? I don't know, man. Like, What do you think, man? Like the performance, is it worth it? Right. Is it worth it? I'll tell you. I'll tell you where I'm at now. Okay, so between the battery life problems, okay, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. they're not problems. It's a, it's a that's a bad, a bad term for it. Yeah, and like the battery life is great when you're doing like normal, normal, normal tasks, right? Right. 
No, I uh, mean, it's okay. But even then, I feel like the drain is even quick still. Um, but, you know, I've had those uh, memory issues and stuff that was reported. So I don't know if that's still a factor or not. But I feel, so, like, I feel like even just normal tasks, like my battery drain is still quicker. You know? And I don't really feel like it's significantly faster in my day-to-day so, tasks. So, so let me ask you something then. Sure. I'm trying to think of how to word it. Do you also feel like the M113 was kind of like a like the sweet spot? You know, I kind of do. And uh, for, for what I use a laptop for, mm-hmm. um, which... You know, I, I've always told myself, and I'm kind of battling with myself internally over this. I've always told myself I wanted a laptop that could do almost everything my desktop could do. Um, because, you know, if I go on travel, I want to be able to do everything I can do at home on my desktop, but on my laptop. Or if I'm on the couch, right. or if I'm downstairs, or whatever. If I'm walking around, if I go to my buddy's house, I want to be able to have a laptop that can do everything that my desktop can do, and I think that's I I, I think that's your sixteen though, right? Well, or or, or your fourteen. Well, sorry. that's basically how I. Yeah, that's basically what it is, right? But you know, I kind of find that for the most part, the thirteen was good enough, um, in all the things that I do on on a laptop, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gaming. The only thing is gaming, right? Like, the, but even then the 14 can't really game because it doesn't have the software to game, you know, like I don't have the games on it. Even if right. it has the hardware to game, I still am having to game on my PC. You know, I can't game. I, and I, and when I do game, like I, I stream it from my PC. I've been doing that the other day. I was playing dark souls, uh, through the steam streaming client, you know, it was great. I was downstairs doing it. And then, uh, it was it was fine. So it's like, do I even need like this much power in a laptop if I have to sacrifice that mobility that I was so happy about with the 13? Like the the you know the the battery performance was so good. And let me tell you, dude, part of me even wants to wait till next year when they come out with those sexy new MacBook Airs and get one of those. <laughs> Didn't I have a conversation with you when this thing came out? And I was like, dude, maybe we should wait. I know, I know. I, I I feel like I called you right for the keynote. I was like, maybe we should wait. Yeah. Well, it's because well, here's what happened, right? The keynote keynote comes out. It's got all the hype shit, dude. They're like, oh yeah, you know that M1? Well, guess what? It's twice the M1, and then guess what? Again, it's like four times the M1 with the Max because they came up with the Pro. It was like double M1, and the Max is like massive chip, you know, with like all this. Can I tell you something? That commercial. That mm-hmm. commercial, like knowing what I know now, yeah. That commercial, that's like where like the person is doing it, and it's like who would give this beast more power? Yeah. Like I see that, and I still want to buy it. Yeah, I know. Like that should be said about Apple's marketing. Th- that's what I mean. The marketing was like on point, but like in reality, unless you're like okay, I I just don't understand. Like what I do on a laptop is okay. Typically, it's like web browse. I get on Element. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, I do casual light stuff. And then I obviously wanted to do DaVinci Resolve and stuff on it, but I have a desktop and after doing my Resolve testing, it still reigns supreme for the most part, you know, what uh, does? The, the, the desktop, 
you know, my DaVinci Resolve performance, like, was still better on the desktop, you know, after doing proper proxy rendering and stuff. Like, I'm not, I'm not exempt from doing proxies on the M1, like the, or the M1 Max. The M1 Max is great, but I still have to do uh, proxy recordings for, like, my 8K Sony footage, very heavy footage, right? Because there's no, like, uh, native decoding hardware on it uh, for that footage, uh, like there is like ProRes or, or there is, but I don't know what it is with the codec, but it's very heavy, right? So I still have to make ProRes proxies to get like amazing timeline performance, but I can do the same thing on my desktop. Like I can make really good proxies uh, on my desktop. They're not ProRes, but they're still good. So it's like, I'm not really getting a huge gain by being on the M1 uh, Max, uh, that's so, is it worth it? Like I don't know. Well, here's where I think it's worth it. Okay, so like this is one thing that I've noticed, and maybe it's something that 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 you've noticed. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the M1 Max, uh, outside of like what you're saying with like timeline performance and video performance, like right. you've probably done more testing on that, but I could tell you right away that like, if I'm rendering a video or if I'm importing photos and building one-to-one -one previews in capture one or Lightroom or whatever, yeah, I could just forget that's going on and play. Wow. And it's like, nothing's even going on in the background. Yeah. I, I don't understand like how good the scheduler is in Mac OS yeah. Monterey and how well it ties in with the M one, but Holy moly. Like you could literally like like people define it like 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 people perceive like 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 a fast computer as like not slowing down or hitching up when they switch tabs or do right. whatever. The M1 is 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 in a world of its own when yeah. it comes to that, in my opinion. Like 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 I I have a thirty nine hundred XT and I recently turned my overclock back on because yeah um I I usually let it let it do just PBO because it theoretically is better for games, you know, like yeah, single, single core. core but yeah. but my all core manual is higher, so when I do right. like video editing or photo imports, like that 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 matters more, right? So I recently yeah. switched back to my manual overclock, right? Uh, but if I'm if I'm importing photos, if I'm creating proxy media. Or if I press F12 in Blender, like when you showed me to do that, like like my my Discord suffers, my web browsing suffers, my video suffers, yeah, suffers. I can't even think of launching a game. Like hell oh, to the no. No, you're but on right. the Mac, it's like nothing's going on. You don't feel it, but it is. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's absolutely like nothing is, is 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 even going on in the machine, and it's that part is fucking magical. You know what I mean? I like do that agree, part is dude. Absolutely it's insane. almost like a process priority. Yeah. Like they. Their interface for, you know, they yeah. do not want to let it lock up. You know what I mean? They, they, they prioritize the experience in a way that like some others don't. And yeah. I think that the, I like that though, like yeah. from so, a usability perspective, it's just so much better. So I do want to point out something too, because it sounds like I'm, I'm kind of shitting on it. It's, it's the best laptop I've ever used. Yeah. Hands down. Like, like, like it's literally the best laptop I've ever used. Yeah. It's blows my mind how far Apple has come along with, with, with arm yeah. that they're already competing with, you know, dedicated 3080s in terms of, you yeah. know, video editing, things of that nature. Uh, and they do it with an SOC that has essentially no fans. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it blows my mind. Uh, yeah, I think it's 
I don't want to be, you, you know, a negative Nancy over here, but battery life was important to me. So like yeah. to see that go away is kind of like a big oof. So right. I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't want it anymore. Cause I do, but it's, I, 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 I don't know what I was expecting. Maybe my expectations were set too high, but I expected slightly less battery life with M1 max performance. And it's, it's M1 max performance with typical ba- laptop battery life under load. Yeah. So, which you know, some people are, are, are fine with it. I just don't know if I am after living with what the 13 inch MacBook Pro with the M1 has given me over the past year. You know, so, it's, it's just been so. So, as someone enjoyable. who wants to switch to Mac full time, I think that what this really made me do is, uh, um, like you could get it as a desktop replacement type of machine yeah but but now i can't because of the hdmi issue right yeah so so, like so so like and and if i'm doing that and those rumors are true about the dual you know soldered together m1 maxes yeah and i can get a pro display xdr and an imac yeah you know so like honestly that might be a big play like if they come out with one of those uh that'd be really interesting um and it'd be really powerful like It'd be much. It'd be like basically way better than what the laptop could offer as a desktop replacement, right? Uh, the only benefit is you can actually take that on the go with you, so you can yeah. take it to work with you or on travel. No, I mean uh, it definitely has its advantages, right? But as someone who's looking to feel like for me, you know, now I kind of think that maybe the play is I hold out for that iMac Pro and I hold on to my thirteen M one. Yeah, it might be the play. I mean it's not like you'd be able to get the machine quickly anyway with uh, how long it takes them to make these things apparently uh, with the, the supply chain shortage. But I I think that maybe it is the play to wait because they, if they come out with that solution, that's like M one max plus or something, you know what I mean? Like maybe that will be something you'd be interested in. You know, I mean, I'm interested in the 16. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like I'm totally interested in it. I think it's a great machine. Keep playing with uh, it. Seeing how the 16 is, so I couldn't fathom getting the 14. It's um, not worth the 14. Like the 14, I um, will say that uh, after using it, you know, I I took it to a buddy's house, and uh, you know, I was there all day. We were just kind of hanging out, uh, playing Magic: The Gathering, stuff like that. And you know, while the boys were playing, I was playing around on my laptop. And it was dead by the end of the day. Like, I was like, "What?" Like my well, th- like I, all day battery life for a laptop is pretty good. So, so can you put that into like a little? Well, context? I mean, all day, dude. I was like, I went there with a full charge, and I don't know. I was there for like, I, I feel like I was there for like five, six hours or something, and like, it was it was dead. I mean, I didn't do anything. I, I launched Shadow of the Tomb Raider for like ten minutes. You know. Just to show a buddy what the the screen looks like with the HDR game, you know, and that was it. And then, like, I don't, it was just dead. It was just dead. And I didn't bring my charger with me. I was so used to, like, having, like, great. I was like, I can trust it to last this day. I'm only going to be doing casual web, web browsing and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I just couldn't handle it, you know. And So, like, even doing casual stuff, it only lasted that long? what I consider it casual. Like I was doing some browser testing. My buddy's trying to, he was trying to get me to switch browsers to some other weird browser. And I was like, okay, I'll do some testing. So I had Safari up, I had Firefox up. So yeah, it was a little bit, you know, heavy 
If you want to call tell having you, three browsers open, three I can tell you heavy. that my experience so far at the 16, you would have been fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The 16, I think, is the sweet spot. Like, I think if you get the M1 Max chip, if you're in the M1 Pro, then yeah, the 14s, I think, is going to be okay with battery life and everything. But like, mm-hmm. the Max just in a 14 sounds cool, but like, it is not like I would have rather got the 16. Uh, Definitely, definitely would have got the 16. Even though it's not like that sweet size. Like, I really did enjoy the 13, like its size and everything. Um, So, I don't know. This is where I'm at. Like, I'm in a different position than you are, I think, in a few ways. So, like, one, uh, I do love the size of the 13. I, I truly, I truly, truly do. But I've kind of, you know, I've been saying it since day one that, uh, this is kind of my my life companion, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, iPad. like, when I want a device on my lap, yeah, I have my iPad. But uh, when I loaded up Resolve side by side, uh, the, the real estate on the 16, it was just awesome. It just was. Like, it was just nice. And and I have, a, I have kind of a hot take. I think the mouse going under the camera bump is a good move. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and the reason for that is, is because... Um, if I'm like up in the menu bar on the right and then I just move over left to go to the like this like the taskbar icons or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. it feels more natural than if my mouse would to like go over that hump. You know what I mean? The fact that I, just, I could just yeah. move over no, that's feels better. more natural to me. Although what I will say that it that has been a total kick in the dick and and I had to change how I do it is I'm someone who uses multi desktops a lot on Mac. I don't know if you do or not. Yeah, I do. But on the 13, you can trigger it by moving to the right corner. Mm. But I think they blocked those pixels out for the rounded corner. So if you move your mouse to the upper right corner on your 14 or the 16, it doesn't open up mission control anymore. Huh. No, you can still configure or, that, I think. Oh, right? wait, wait, hold on. Maybe it's I like just have a hot corner. Or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I have a hot corner on my 13. Never yeah. mind. That could be it. It's a, could yeah, be it. it's just a hot anyway. corner. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably what it is. Um, I got a hot corner for the screensaver. Because it looks cool. I'm like, I want to look at the screensaver now. <laughs> I'm walking yeah. away. I'm going to screensaver it because it looks cool. You ever see that screensaver, uh, Johnny Castaway? No. I, it's a, uh, it was on. Oh, like, wait, a, is that a, that like really old one? It's a, it's super old. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an I island with a guy on it. I had yeah, that yeah. when I was growing up and it was like, that's awesome. I'd watch it for hours because it was like the coolest screensaver ever. And, uh, I literally would watch it. Just, just, just watch it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I watched a video on YouTube about it recently. It was like, a an editorial about like, uh, all the little things that could be in the screensaver. And yeah, it was kind of a love letter to it. I was like, yes, yes. Classic. But anyway, so, yeah. So, I uh, um, I do want to add a few things. Yeah, go ahead. I got some um, to add after. Yeah, so a couple positives because, like, again, you know, I love the machine. I do. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's great. It really is. Even my 14 is great. It, it's honestly, like you said, best laptop ever with an asterisk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't like, I do like the look of it, but I feel like even like the all black in between the keys, it's going to get like, like skin greasy after a year, even worse than the current ones. Yeah, it could be. I'm not sure how it'll, how longevity will be on it for sure. Yeah. So like with everything you've said about it, um, like, what do you think about the IO? Is it, is it better or worse for you? Because I think it's a mixed. I'm indifferent. Okay. Indifferent. Yeah. Because I think it's a little bit of a mix, right? Because I was. I like having more Thunderbolt ports. Yeah. I don't care for the SD card or the HDMI 2.0B. Okay. That's kind of why. Yeah. I really want Uh, HDMI 2.1 and they didn't deliver. I'm sad. Well, like, here's the problem, man. Because, like, if I'm going to dock at a desk, I'm going to have my soon to be airpods max i'm going to have my microphone i'm going to have my nice 10 pound keyboard i'm going to have you know my other periphery yeah. i just want to plug one cable in dude i want to be plugging in like four cables to my macbook i mean that's I what a nice thunderbolt dock right yeah. right so like so like i don't really see the point you know like apple already makes me carry a dongle for, for every piece of equipment i use yeah. you know i it, it, it's like if you have an apple watch yeah an iphone and an ipad you already need three chargers like it's not really about the dock yeah. life right it's about the mobility right like so if you're on the go yeah but my point is is like if i'm in the apple ecosystem i'm already carrying three chargers right so like i'd rather just carry a dock i'd rather carry like one of those little like anchor thunderbolt portable docks for yeah. 20 bucks that has that has you know ports. hmi display port on it because because if you make the argument that, that like i'm traveling somewhere then I'm not going to know if I'm hooking up to 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 a projector if it's going to have HDMI, if it's going to have DisplayPort, if it's going to have, you know, yeah, USB like, Type C. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like adapters, and this one's got like, yeah, you know, HDMI. Yeah, dude, dude I have like the same one. USBs. I have the same one. Yeah, it's got. It's uh, like, it even has a VGA for whenever. Exactly like, right. Exactly right. Like, that, dude, like, yeah, like like you don't know what you're going to encounter in the wild. Yeah. So like giving me an already outdated HDMI port isn't doing me a favor. I would have rathered another Thunderbolt, uh, uh, another Thunderbolt port. Yeah, I agree, dude. Uh, it's, I, I know the sentiment is like, oh well, you know, we can we can give the pros the ports they want, but it's not, dude. Not the ports I want. <laughs> I wanted HDMI two point one, you know, at least. Yeah. But like, like so, you were saying, even though, even if they gave us HDMI two point one, I still want to do the one cable life like you were saying with a dock yeah so yeah. give me a thunderbolt 4 capable hdmi 2.1 yeah. adapter or and that something. is really weird too right because yeah because like i told you like i've tried an active USB-C to hdmi cable i've tried yeah. a thunderbolt 4 dock with an hdmi cable i've tried um right uh the apple special snowflake dongle this will never do 4k 120 to any external display i don't understand I, is what's the limitation it's uh thunderbolt 4 like we should have the capability. Yeah. I think that the only display you're going to get that performance out of is a Thunderbolt 4 native display. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to get it through HDMI in any meaningful way. I think it's going to have to be like a a display that supports Thunderbolt. Why do you think that it won't be HDMI? Just got to take your Well, I don't know. I mean, it's we don't have a dongle yet. <laughs> There's yeah. not a well, dongle out there that I can just, do it. Right, but like I don't think a dongle would matter because there's no you, reason so on planet Earth why Thunderbolt 4 to HDMI wouldn't work. 
what's the what's the holdup? Is it software? It's got to be software. It's yeah. it's got to be a software limitation because like I, I I think I showed you, dude. Like even ones that that, that say they'll do eight K sixty, it'll yeah. say max resolution on any Mac is four K sixty. You know what Why? I mean? So like it's definitely a software thing because it, it's got to be right. This is what's holding me back, though. You know what I mean? Like from using it here, like I've wanted to plug it into my my display here and kind of hook it up and make it a desktop replacement sort of. And if I can't get like four K one twenty. If I can't get a better experience on the Mac than I can with my Windows machine right here, like why would I do it? You know? Um I could tell you that what I primarily use a computer for now, I don't really need 120 hertz. It's great. It's nice to have. I love it. I wouldn't not not take it. But outside of gaming, I don't think I really need it that much. So for me, uh I want it because I think it's nicer for like uh, UI elements. Yeah, but if you don't but, need it, then it's not a deal breaker, right? But it's 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 not a deal breaker, but it it is and it isn't, right? Because when I undock, I'm getting a vastly superior experience. That's the problem. You know what I mean? It's right. it's like that. Like I'm missing out for almost no reason. So okay. yeah, okay. So yeah, it just I hate the compromise. I hate the compromise. I just want to get like everything. I just want all of it, you know. Um, yeah. I want to have no, like four K, one twenty, HDR. Like, I just don't want to. I just don't want to. Not. I don't want to use Windows. Like, that's the only. I, I don't want to use Windows either. Yeah. Like, uh, but it's like the only thing I that just, offers like everything. I don't want to use Linux either. I I I want to use Mac OS. I want to be all Apple all the time. That I want to use um, Linux. But I, even I the Linux Apple support the with like drivers and stuff, like especially NVIDIA, it's kind of mixed. And uh, all Apple all the time. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'm torn. I love Mac OS and I love using my Apple products, but I have a need for open source software and uh, Linux and Windows specific stuff that Mac OS just doesn't have. Um, and like if, if I could get proton or something on, you know, on Mac OS that could translate my windows games, like that'd be, that'd be great, but they don't sure. have it like crossover, you know, it uses wine and everything to do, uh, like a windows, uh, compatibility thing. And it works sometimes, crossover works sometimes, uh, and you can run virtual machines, but it's just not there. It's just not, the performance isn't there to make it worth the hassle to me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a hassle. It really is a hassle to game on a Mac. When I have Windows available to me, I just hate using it because... I have an Xbox, so you know, I'm good, dude. Like, you know, and I think maybe I shouldn't be so... Uh, uptight about it but like it i think for me it's just like a i don't like windows telemetry i don't like the direction windows is going with uh being like super cloud oriented and like taking away like even like local accounts you know um just the the thought of them saying oh you can't have a local account you got to sign into your microsoft account you got to be internet connected you got to let us have your telemetry you know, we're going to force Bing down your throat. It's all these things that I just feel like are shady practices that I don't want to support it anymore. 
And uh, I kind of, I kind of get where you're coming from, but mm-hmm. I also like the ease that it has brought in me as an end user. You know what I mean? Like I just, I right. just sign into a computer and I have Windows. I just, I, like, like, you, I you know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, I, I just sign into a computer and my files are there. I just sign into 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 a computer and I yeah. don't have to activate Windows. But the, then they shove like OneDrive onto your computer and like try and force you to use it and like complain yeah, install it and like whenever you use a default browser that's not edge they like freak out they're like try edge and you get little pop-ups and you get annoyed and like well just... like that's weird like, like like that always bothers me right like on windows when you change your default browser yeah. from edge it's like are you sure and then like that this like is the no most fa- secure and, 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 browser. And, and, and like yes switch is like a small button that's like the same text as the background yeah and and, and I, to me it's just like I just, I'm tired of it, dude. I'm just tired of hearing it. And uh, I just want to get away from it if possible. But the truth is, I can't. Can't get away from Windows, dude. It's got too much shit on it. All I got to do is just grip my teeth, turn off all the shit I don't want to experience with Windows. Because you can do it. And deal with it. You can, you know, you can deal with it. And you have to. Because, like, Microsoft, you know, they got the good shit, dude. They got fucking auto HDR. Probably the, they have better... Like they don't have better HDR uh, compatibility, which uh, than Mac. I think Mac handles HDR really well. I don't know if you noticed that. I told you that yesterday. I I I I think the colors look better on my Mac, even even on the C10. Yeah, I don't know what it is. What they they just uh, they do display profiles better than Windows does. Let's just say that. And uh, but like I don't know. I just like the if you're a gamer, like you're staying on Windows, dude, until like we get really great Linux support or Mac OS support. Like windows is going to remain the king for gamers, PC gamers for like the long term, I think until like we get like, uh, the steam deck come out, make waves. People start to like, you know, consider Linux as a platform and then, yeah, we'll see if that happens. And then Apple has to give a fuck about the gamers. Like everyone's making the YouTube videos about like, yo, Apple, you have a powerful device. Why can't I fucking game on it? And I, I echo that because I have a powerful device. Let me game on it, dude. You know, that's that's the way I see it. Like, obviously, I'd love to have one yeah, device to rule I think them everyone all, would. right? Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I think in my shoes, uh, for me, like the new MacBooks, my 14-inch, obviously it's powerful. But I start to think like, well, I have a desktop and I'm not looking to replace it. And I don't mm-hmm. really need that mobile performance. So... Maybe the play for me specifically is just to get the air, dude. Like that new air. What are you gonna do sexy. with your fourteen? Fucking sell it. Yeah. Sell it, dude. Like uh, I want to keep it, but like it was so expensive. Do you know how much money I can get for selling it and then get like an air? Which those airs yeah. are cheap, dude. You know those airs are cheap. Well, like the M one. Tell me this, dude. Mean? The the M one like as of right now like if you bought an M one Air or an uh, M one uh, Pro MacBook Pro, those things are great value for the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. In my opinion, like the performance per watt. I think um everything M one Air was like eight ninety nine over the holiday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, crazy. That's like, so like, good. Like my iPad was more than that. Yeah. The. I, you know, I was like, maybe next year's air is the play for me personally. I, you know, because it looks nice. It, it looks look nice. so nice that they got the colors. You know what I mean? Like, and what if they I brought out the my, M2? Yeah, 
that that they have the same draw as the M1, but more power. Oh my god, dude! That I, I, I honestly think I could sell my 14 inch. It depends. It depends on the screen, I think, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the thing about the uh, current M1 Air versus the Pro is you lose a thousand nits of brightness uh, by going with the Air, and you know, yeah. I like I like my nits, dude. So. Uh, I, I don't know if I could handle it, but it's such a pretty mock-up that I might. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to blame you. I'm going to blame you. I don't know. I'm going to stick with my 14 for now, but uh, I don't know. I haven't sold my 13 yet, dude. I think there's there's something in the back of my head that's like, don't do it. Don't sell it. Keep like it. Like I said, I, I, think, I think for me the play is maybe iMac Pro. Yeah. I would just wait, dude. Like, you got the your work 16... Like just play with it. Yeah. If you if you get to the point where you're like, yeah, this is it. This is the, the laptop. Then do it. But you know the M1 MacBook Pros were like no regrets machines. Right? No, immediately, immediately. Like like even from a cost standpoint, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like they you you felt great about that purchase. But like this new MacBook is expensive to the where you don't really feel great about it after. You're like, oh, that hurt. And even though it's yeah, because like to your point, like, to your point, like it's not like oh, I can, I can do this now that I couldn't before, right? It's, That's not the case. You don't really you know feel I mean? that. Like I like the gaming performance is significantly better, but I don't game on it. Yeah. So like the DaVinci Resolve performance is, is is great, but like it wasn't bad. It wasn't right. bad on the M1, especially if you render uh, lower quality. And like, proxy it's almost to the media. point, dude, where like I think that like if I woke up in the morning, okay, yeah, and I and 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 I rendered ProRes proxies, right. okay, like just say while I'm taking a shower, and then I wanted to go edit video at yeah. Starbucks, right. I would probably be, be have a better time on the M1 than on the newer machines, just because I could be there longer. And yeah, it wouldn't die on you. Right, you know what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. I don't think that like it, it, it. Like, oh man, this is so bad. I can't even work. Right, but I would be there for longer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now one thing I will say is like, I know when I was playing with Blender, like it was twice as fast on the new mm-hmm. machine. And okay, like obviously, if you're like, if I was using Blender, it's like a significant gain on the uh, M1 Max. Like, it's without a doubt way better, and Fair. it's only going to get even better because. Uh, native metal support is coming to Blender, and when that comes, it's just going to be ridiculous. Yeah, rocket ship, yeah. Um, but like it, you know, it's significantly faster on the new machine. So anything that uses like a GPU in any respect, it's going to be like way better. Um, but like, it's not like single core performance is better. You know what I mean? It's multi. It's multi core because uh, you have more. You know, more cores, threads. Uh, so yeah, you can have a million tabs open in your browser, but like, and you can render videos faster, but like a lot of times you're using the dedicated hardware for encoding and stuff anyway. So I don't know, man, I don't know. I'm just kind of mixed on it. It's kind of expensive. Yeah. It was just expensive, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so like, I think like a lot of people were saying like, don't get this unless you're, you know, you need the power. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know like, if I, I, I do. I, I, I kind of was like that way too. I'm like, dude, like I, I feel, I feel like our 13 is powerful enough. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like, like, I don't feel like the, let me say this. I don't feel like my M one max replaces the desktop enough for me to, it's to close where, though, right? Like, like it's scary close for me at least. 
if, if you feel that way, then okay. But like, I, I don't feel like it replaces the desktop. I still feel like I would rather DaVinci resolve at my desktop. I still feel like I'd rather, um, you know, obviously I game on my desktop, right? Right. Um, and I, you know, this podcast yeah. and stuff works well on the desktop already. Like I, I don't feel like the M one replaces what my desktop does enough. So let me ask you a question then. Yeah. If you were not a PC gamer. Okay. If I wasn't a PC gamer, I probably wouldn't would have this switch? setup in front of me. You know what I mean? I would switch because like, I don't, I don't have a need for a, a PC. You know what I mean? So like if you were someone just going out and. You, you were totally brand agnostic, but you wanted something to do Blender, to edit videos, to mm. do all that other stuff. I mean, if uh, I had the money, I wanted a machine that could just do it all, then yeah, I would just get the 16-inch the uh, and just stick with it. You know, it might not render as fast as a desktop, but then I don't need a desktop. You know what I mean? Right, I don't right. need this uh, heavy setup because that's what I have right now. Like, I have a fucking server rack next to me, dude. It's literally huge. It's got like a, yeah. this massive. Boy, yeah, I mean it's beautiful, right? Like it's a it's a beast. I love this setup, but like it is in no way elegant. And I kind of whenever you see those Apple ads where you got like the most clean like setup, and they got like this beautiful I mean, like I, I, furniture. I'll be honest like, with you, like part, like I want to ditch my desktop. Part of the reason because it's just messy. It's cluttered. Yeah, you know, like. I kind of want to go There's like cables everywhere, a bit, dude. you know, a little bit of that yeah, mi- like, minimalism. My, like that iMac Pro, dude, that'd be yeah. nice, dude. I know. One cable, dude. We'll see. One cable dude. life. One cable life. I, I just think that it's elegant, especially for what we want to do. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I agree. Hopefully they, hopefully the rumors are true, dude, because you were saying like they were going to make a double sized M1 Max. That's kind of nutty if they do that. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's going to be a massive, that's going to be like a Threadripper style chip, dude. Uh, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? SOC, yeah. dude. That thing's going to come with like, what's the max memory you can get? 64 gigs on this bitch. So yeah. Well, it should be 128 maybe. It, it would be double Could you that, imagine, right? dude? Could you imagine, 128 dude? gigs of, of, of unified memory. Oh. <laughs> you oh, know what I mean? Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Like nobody has that shit. Nobody's yeah, got that. So that honestly, that's industry leading. So pretty freaking nuts if they yeah, put a I mean, pro display xdr in it dude game over well it's in the mac right so like i don't see why it wouldn't be in the imac pro you're right um, if they put because like they already charge so much for the pro display xdrs and if they put and, like uh, the like like what were they saying that the laptop displays are better than the pro display xdr i think some I people were saying that. that dude i think that the pc one is in 60 hertz though right uh you know what uh yeah, the Pro Display XDR is sixty hertz. Yeah, and uh, so you know you get ProMotion with the with the laptops, which is pretty cool. Although the pixel resto- response times are kind of weak. Uh, like uh, like I was telling you though, like those iMac Pro teasers, like they look pretty crazy, dude. Is there teasers? Like, I don't think I've seen uh, any. Well, it's not official, but the leak. I seen like a bezel-less, not bezel-less, but it was like black. Like, yeah, it just looks like a giant iPad. Yeah, much. yeah, there, that's there, cool. I it to you. Okay, but like, if that's what it is, dude, I'd I'd be down for that. Okay, yeah, hold on, let me let me pull it in. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that that would be uh cool if if they 
I mean, this is pretty clean, dude. Let me pull it up for the, uh, if you're a viewer, this is what, it, what I just got from, uh, Randy. Check that out. I mean, that's clean. That's clean. No notch on it, dude. Where's the webcam? Where's the notch? I'm just kidding. Um, they, it's big enough bezel where you didn't, you won't need a notch, but, uh, that'd be clean. It is like a big iPad. Now where's the touch screen, right? Yeah. Weird, right? I kind of, you know, they already hinted at it with the new design that came with like Big Sur with mission control and everything coming. Looks very touchable, but it's not, you know, so it's almost like they want to, but they just won't push. They just won't do it. Sad. Um, Yeah, I mean, I got it. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Any last uh, thoughts before we hop topic? On I don't the, think uh, so. I I think we've kind of exhausted this topic for now. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it again. As it's I, it's been like you know, an hour, dude. Sorry relay, for people who don't give a relay shit. my final thoughts, but uh, I definitely do want to. You know, I think I I, I just want to give some closing comments. Uh, I think it's an absolutely absolutely incredible machine. Um, but as someone like Eric who has a really powerful desk set up the way it is. Um, and I'm trying to switch to Mac full time. Yeah. Uh, I would be compromising too much by switching right now. So that being said, I think it's a fantastic machine. You know, if someone needs the power and this is your only device and you and, and you want, you know, a really powerful machine that could go blow for blow with a desktop. I would say that this is probably the best one you can get. Mm-hmm. However, I uh, my experience is it's a really great machine that doesn't make me want to give up my 13 M1 yet, but yeah. it makes me want to wait and see what the iMac Pro brings. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree with a lot of what Randy says. It's basically like, uh, it's a great machine, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Now, if the iMac Pro is nothing special, then I may get the 16 MacBook for myself. Yeah. But if the iMac Pro, you know, it has a 120 hertz ProMotion display and it has, you know, maybe even just like an overclocked one Mac, yeah. I'd probably get that. Think about this, dude. Uh, that machine in, in com- I think that machine, if you get that and then you have like a lower power laptop, like the M1 or an M2 device when they come, I think that that's right. a kind of a wombo combo, don't you think? That's kind of that's kind of where I'm going too, dude. Is yeah. like maybe, maybe that's what I do. You, you I feel like I mean? the portability, like, like the battery life that you get out of an M1 class device, is just worth it. Like for yeah. portability's sake. Yeah. Whereas like you don't want to lose that when you go with like a beefier device, and right. you really do lose it. So, and you lose the portability if you go with a 16. So, and, and I just don't know if like maybe the play for a lot of people could be that sweet in between the 14 with the, uh, M one pro chip might be a good play. And I haven't got to play with, uh, you know, that. it's really interesting to me because prior to, you know, this call, yeah, uh, you kind of brought up a good point that like, maybe, maybe if you didn't mind the size, the 16 pro would be a good sweet spot too. 16 pro would be like. It, yeah, it could be really compelling because you're going to get the biggest battery, but then you don't push as hard as the max, maybe like half as hard. So if you don't care about that size, right? I kind of do care about it. Like to me, battery life and portability are kind of hand in hand, like the size 
is also a, a factor in portability and mobility. And uh, so, I, the 16 might be a little too big for me. I like the 16 just from uh, this topic. Terrible. Uh, yeah, I know. It's like, let's uh, switch, please. I like the 16 just because there are things on the 13 that I don't enjoy doing. Okay. Right. Like, let, let, like, I would never mobily raid in WoW on a 13. It, it, it's just too small. Yeah. I, I would gladly do it on the 16. But you could always plug anyway. into a monitor. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Linux. Linux. So, real quick, guys. So, you know, I've been kind of, uh, you know, obviously. Randy and I, big tech guys. Even though we talk Apple a lot, we're, we're we love tech, um, you know. And and I know I personally, you know, I, you know, we use everything, you know, from Windows to Mac OS. And obviously, we have preferences. We enjoy Mac OS, but it doesn't mean I'm not always interested in Linux and things that are happening. And you know, right. obviously, the Steam Deck, a device that we're both very excited about, is coming soon, and it runs Linux on it. You know, it's going to be there. Oh, it, it ships with OS, right? Yeah, yeah it's going to it? ship with, okay. um, it's, it's, they call it Steam OS, but for those that aren't really, uh, in the know of, if, if, if you are in the know on Linux, uh, it's very close to like Manjaro Linux that has the KDE Plasma desktop environment. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if, in fact, during their recent live stream, they had a developer live stream and they said, if you don't have a developer Steam Deck uh, right now, you know, go ahead and request for one. But in the meantime, you know, if you want something that can simulate the Steam Deck environment, you can build a Manjaro Linux with the KDE Plasma desktop environment, build yourself, uh, and uh, and kind of kind of make a little. They called it a hacking deck, where you have a device that's okay. very similar to the Steam Deck. Um, and they even had little tiny seven inch displays that you could get on Amazon that were close enough to where you could kind of see how your game might work on a small display like that. And, uh, yeah, they were like, you know, you get a little USB controller. They even had like a little box, uh, steam boxes you could, or not steam boxes, but little, uh, Linux boxes you could buy on Amazon that were pretty similar in performance, uh, do you have one that you could link just to just like curiosity? Uh, no, unfortunately, I'd have to pull up the YouTube okay. video and find it and everything. But um, they said I was curious to have like a price point on it. Uh, I'm not sure. It's really for developers to try. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, if you were just a, a, a person like me, uh, you could load it up in a VM, you know, and play with it. Manjaro sure. Linux okay. and okay. uh, kind of get a little feel. I'm, I, I know I was loading up a live CD or actually a thumb drive and I was going to put Linux on it so I didn't have to you know, dual boot or mess with my, any, uh, hard drives on my computer. I could just put the image live CD as they call them on a, uh, a bootable USB. So I was going to put Manjaro Linux with the KDE desktop environment, load it up and see how, you know, how it feels, how, how it, uh, it works. You know, you can go in the yeah. Manjaro Linux website. I have it pulled up here and, um, you know, it's kind of goofy here on, uh, on my, on how I'm showing it here, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's free, obviously Linux, you know, it's an open source community and everything. I wish they, they showed better pictures here on, uh, on how it looks, but they're just like, you know, blah. Yeah. Um, for those that are, uh, you know, interested in how, what, you know, Manjaro or what, you know, Linux really is, um, you know, this is maybe how it looks. Let's here. let me mute this video. Um, but let's just pull up this video just to look. You can see kind of how it looks. Uh, Manjaro is very like a 
uh, user friendly. I think. Yeah, you it's know, like it's, a, a it's like a good transition. Be, yeah, right. Um, it's a, a lot of people say Manjaro Linux is a good starter distribution because it you know it's very user friendly. There's package managers and stuff that you can use to install common software that you use. I think Steam might even be pre-installed. Um, you know, so you don't have to be a terminal wizard with sure. commands to be able to use uh, Manjaro. So it's to me this is very compelling and KDE Plasma, the desktop they in, environment they use is very friendly on older machines so you can install it on VMs uh, you know that maybe you don't have all your system resources dumped into and it could work pretty well. Uh, how is um how is like uh API support for like graphics cards like if you get this is going to sound really rudimentary I'm trying to think of a really good way to uh, kind of translate it for our listeners. Um if you if you get say 100 FPS in Counter-Strike Right. Would you expect to get 100 FPS in Linux, or are the drivers not as mature? So Linux? what I've ex- what I've seen is yes, uh, you can get excellent performance on a uh, okay. Linux, uh, especially na- games that support it natively. Maybe they use uh, APIs that are uh, like Vulkan. You know what I mean? Like Linux support for Vulkan API is excellent. So uh, the only thing is if you know you're Say, uh, you know, if you if you know a thing about Steam Deck, you know that it's going to use Proton to right. uh, as a compatibility layer for your Windows games, and, and, and that's very similar to Rosetta Two, correct? Well, not not but, Rosetta Two, but it's like uh, I don't know what they use actually for Proton, so I can't really elaborate. Well, it's not uh, actually Rosetta Two, but it's like in that line of thinking. Is 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 that a correct it, statement? Well, or I'd is say that... yes, in the sense that it does a. A translation, translation it's not an emulation. So it okay. does like a, a Rosetta 2 like translation, uh, a, a, you know, API level, sure. you know, so where it's like taking uh, these, uh, you know, these calls and converting them over to whatever Linux can interpret, et cetera, right? Uh, especially for things like uh, when it wants Windows dependencies, like it's interpreting and handling those. Uh, to where you can play your Windows games on uh, on a Linux-based machine. And uh, that's well, where, you know, Proton comes in. And there is a, I think there's a uh, performance hit for that, but uh, it's not, like, very significant. Uh, I think so it's very here's a, uh, good. Here's a, another question for you, then. With Proton, will you be able to play any Windows game, or w- will there be limitations? Uh, so there are limitations. So there's, I think, okay. uh, let me see if I can uh, Google it uh, real quick because maybe I can tell you. Um, uh, Proton Steam support. Let me see. There's There was a, a website. Here it is. Proton DB. With Proton and Steam Play, many Windows games now work on Linux. So they can tell you here that out of the top 10 games, it looks like uh, 40% are gold plus plus. Wow. Uh, and then wow. top 100, 78%, top 1,000 games, 76%. So they wow. have different levels of compatibility here. Um, you know, native compatibility would obviously be the the, the green, I think. Um, so sure, that's sure. like, uh, you know, native. 30% of your top 10 games is native support. That's obviously not translated. That's like purely, and you can see rated for top 10, Counter-Strike, Dota 2 and Team Fortress 2 are all, you know, Valve titles, so naturally. New World is Borked, so this is the Borked category. New World, PUBG, 
Apex but that's Legends. broken on Windows, so. <laughs> Dude, valid point. Um, so, you know, it's saying, like, here's some sample of games that are not officially whitelisted, but have received platinum reports. So people have gotten, like, really popular games to work, you know. Um, so I think that you can get a lot of AAA experiences through Proton now, you know. That's um, pretty cool. Not every experience. So I think that a lot of Steam Deck users will be very happy uh, with what you can play, though. So if you're... I think Linux gaming is uh, something through Proton and other compatibility uh, software, you know, you can really get great experiences, I think, on, on Linux now. And that's what I'm compelled to... Give it a shot and see where we're at, especially because yeah, it's interesting. The to Steam think, yeah. Deck to me, I I kind of want to do a little preparation for it because I think that you know if I can get some uh, like a I want to get an emulator build ready to where I can just deploy it on the Steam Deck day one. It's got all kinds of games already ready. To, what do you mean by it. that? Well, can you elaborate you know, on that a little have bit? you ever seen um, uh, RetroArch? Uh, RetroArch. Uh, RetroArch being the, uh, you know, it's a front end for emulators. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I use this quite a bit and I yeah. actually have it on my yeah. uh, Mac running. And, uh, so I wanted to get a build, yeah. uh, together with a bunch of games and, and have it ready for the steam deck. Just day one, just right. throw it on there. Everything's ready to go. And, um, you know, I wish they had better like pictures and stuff. Uh, here it's it's pretty minimalist here you can see in these pictures here it's just you know load your core a core would be like uh you know which system which emulator you're going to have and then load content would be what game oh that's and interesting so it it kind of looks like this and you can you can have a uh, a lot of stuff going on and there's support for like quick saves and you know even things like rewinding and stuff Shader support, cheat support, all the controllers, profiles you could imagine. Um, yeah, lots of cool stuff in here. So I wanted to get a, I want to play around with setting up like uh, things I think you're for a, the Steam Deck. You're a February order, right? Yes. yes. So am I. Yeah. Another Linux version I wanted to talk about uh, quickly is Garuda Linux. If you have like a newer machine and you want like a fancy looking Linux that's really cool yeah, looking. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not too familiar with that one. I'm more familiar with like a Pop OS. Yeah. Or what's Pop that OS one that that that, that that like that, that that like gives you that? Uh, it's been a while since since I played around with it, but that ability to like install like a nice user interface or like a command line interface. Is it Mint? Why does Mint sound familiar? Mint's a popular uh, distro as well. Um, I think know. it's Mint that I'm thinking of. Uh, really, you can do. Uh, you know, whatever you want. So Garuda in much of the way that uh, Manjaro, you can pick your desktop environment, you know, Gnome and KDE are probably like your biggest two, but there's many more than that. Uh, you can have any kind of desktop environment you want. I feel like Gnome is a little bit more Mac OS-y, whereas KDE is a little bit more Windows-y just by like looking at them. By, by aesthetic? Dude. Yeah, by aesthetic. So yeah. you might be a Gnome guy just because it looks like Mac OS. Uh, but like you can you can customize it any way you want. Now now is it gnome or gnome? Gnome probably. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I've heard it pronounced both ways. So don't I'm not a Linux god, so don't take my word for it. Gnome gnome whatever you want to call it. Um, 
this is a very pretty looking OS. I, I love how oh, it, it has like these, these, uh, transparencies on everything. They have like this, yeah. uh, Gaussian blur going on. They have a package manager. They have like this, uh, it uses the, um, you know, Arc Linux backend, I think, uh, Arch Linux. And, uh, it's super nice. Um, like so, if, if you, you were to icons, da- like how it kind of if you were to daily drive one right now, which one would it be? I'd probably, I don't know. I downloaded both. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. play with both in a VM and or on a, a live live thing because I have a computer beefy enough to where I can handle the overhead from Garuda, but like I kind of wanted to go with Manjaro just because it's a little bit more lightweight, cut down, and uh, it'll be just faster from that perspective, okay. but really both of them are pretty comparable when it comes to gaming from my research. Uh, one thing that I think is fascinating uh, with uh, Garuda is the file system it comes with. BTRFS right. file system with uh, compression and all that. It's a really neat file system that gives you like automatic snapshots out of the box. It's like super fancy, so you can... If, like, you do anything, it's always making snapshots whenever you do stuff. And, like, say you install, you know how on Linux you you install something, right? Right, And, like, it could just fuck. You know how, I don't know if you've watched the Linus Tech Tips videos recently about him trying Linux. And, like, one of the things he did was he completely fucked up his desktop environment. He, like, wiped it out on accident. So it was just like terminal. And he was like, uh, what did I do? Well, if he was using the snapshot feature, he could literally reboot, pick the snapshot that it made automatically before he effed it up. And like, he'd be back to where he was. That's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. And that's really sweet because like even windows doesn't do this. Like it, 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 you know, like I, I've, I remember way back in the day, did, does Windows do snapshots still? It probably has a snapshot, but like I I used to actually use Windows snapshots back in the day to save my ass, but I don't know if it does like, like it used to. Um, but like the, I'll say this, no matter what Windows does, it's not going to outmatch this. Like the, the things you can do, uh, on Linux are just better. Um, Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's in a league of its own technically that I just kind of love it. Um, I'm probably going to try out Manjaro with KDE plasma because that's what valve recommends. If you want to test out like an environment that's close to a steam deck. And that's really my goal is to familiarize myself with Linux. So when I get that steam deck, I can hit the ground running and just like really uh, test it to my heart's content. You know what I mean? So that's why I've been really into lately is Linux, Linux, and looking at Arch Linux and the user. You're all, you're all hyped for the Steam Deck, dude. You're getting ready, dude. Well, getting I think ready, dude. You know, one thing that uh, you know, I talked about. It's kind of like my philosophy, right? Like, obviously, I'm uh, very privacy oriented, and I love open source, and mm. I see myself as someone that wants to. Like, I wish I could just drop everything and go full on open source software. OS everything just like no proprietary anything um yeah it's it just kind of is liberating in a different way where it's like um I know exactly what's running on this machine you know I I almost wanted to go straight up Arch Linux where it comes basically a terminal shell 
and, and no, no shell involved, nothing, just terminal. And then I have to install everything myself. And I know exactly what runs on my machine, everything right front to back. There's no like weird processes in the background, N- nothing weird that I don't know on the machine, you know, like right. Windows and, you know, Mac OS, they both have that kind of weird gremlin stuff going on in the background. I think a little less with Mac OS, but that could be my ignorance, you know. Fair, um, fair. That, I, I'm, I'm definitely more fluent in Windows than I am in Mac, so. On a technical level, yeah, I'm absolutely more, like, fluent in Windows, and that's just because mm-hmm. I have to be out of necessity for my job, right? Right, uh, right. But that means that I know what Windows is doing. What's going on. And, like, I know it's kind of, like, a little creepy with how it operates, and I don't like it. Uh, Mac OS, I don't know how creepy it is, uh, sure. but I, I just kind of feel like it's not as creepy. That's my general vibe is it's That's not valid. as creepy as what Microsoft is doing with Windows. Um, but like with Linux, I know exactly what it's doing. Uh, I have the ability to know exactly what my machine is doing at any time. Um, and I kind of love that. Like I kind of, it's liberating in a way. And I, I kind of want to see if I can in some way have that in my life, you know? Um, uh, so that's why I would kind of love to try out Linux and see if I could maybe full time it, you know, maybe there's a way to be, that'd be interesting. Linux. That'd uh, be interesting. I, I mean, you play a lot of wonky games dude, with like a lot of wonky mods. So no, I think right, you're probably dude. windows for life because of that too. Well, you know, I was considering cause uh, virtualization is so good now with hardware pass through that. Like maybe I could run Linux and then for those weird, uh, there's weird instances where I require windows. I could just fire up a VM with full like hardware pass through support. Can you do that with a graphics uh, card without having like like SVIOV and all or SRIOV and all that those stuff? Those are words I don't know, dude. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Because like, like I can't. Because like you. that's something that 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 like is locked to the quadro cards, where you can do full GPU pass through and then split GPU amongst this multiple, is multiple why VMs. If you're a Linux user, you probably ought to dedicate yourself to AMD because they let you have open source drivers. Yeah. Yeah, like, they don't. They don't lock out. Yeah. Uh, that that what what yeah. I'm talking about exactly. One thing I'll say though, with Garuda Linux, when you go and download it, it's interesting. They give you options, right? Um, for like, do you want the uh, version that's like NVIDIA native drivers already built in? So it's kind of interesting wow. how you can pick. Um, yeah, gosh, they give you a lot of things to pick for. Look, look at this, dude. I know you got a delay, but like, this is GNOME. So you can see they got Garuda Linux GNOME. You can kind of see it's a little bit Mac yeah, OS-y. Yeah. Um, this is KDE uh, uh, Dragonized with LeetSpeak, I guess. So wow. those are the two more most popular. Wow. Look how pretty it looks though yeah. with the icon pack. It, and then you know pretty. that looks nice with GNOME, and then they have. Uh, My problem with icon packs is if there's not an icon for everything, then it always looks out of place. I agree. I agree. So that would inevitably happen, but the, you can see they have a, a lot of different ones here. Garuda. I have no idea what all these desktop environments are. <laughs> Sway, whatever that is. Yeah. But you have options. Like that's cool as hell. Like that you can just, you know, f- flip flop between entire user experiences. Uh, really you know, really I just, I just think that's fascinating. Cinnamon. That's one I've heard, uh, whispers about. I just think that's so neat. And then bare bone. That's probably just like, yo, 
<laughs> this is like the no desktop <laughs> environment. I want a Linux environment that that looks like Windows three point one, dude. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, that'd be nutty. Um, I don't know, man. I just I think I'm excited just looking at all this stuff. I'm like, man, this looks like fun to play with. I kind of just want to just get in there and start clicking around and see like what know, happens. See dude. what happens, dude. Maybe I'll be uh, inspired to ditch Windows as my main OS. Uh, it's hard, man. It's at hard. The desktop. It is hard, but like with Proton and things, like I feel like I could maybe like you know that Proton database. You know, it's like okay, seventy eight percent of the top one hundred, maybe seventy eight percent of the time, I could be on. You may have told me this already, and I apologize. Is Proton only affecting Steam games? Yeah, it is. So it runs within Steam. So like, if you install Steam on, uh, so like, Linux, so like, I can't play like Overwatch on Linux, for example. Or Diablo 2 Remastered on Linux? Um, that's a good question. I don't know if you can run games like that through Proton. Uh, there might be a way to download. I don't know, dude. I don't know enough about it. Mm. I just know that I was curious. Steam and Proton are so well integrated that like, when you play a game on Linux, say you're on Linux, you have Steam installed, right. and you go to play a Windows game that doesn't have native support on Linux but it does have Proton support. It just works automatically. That's cool. Like it doesn't, nothing weird happens. It just kind of automatically plays and it's just seamless to the user. That's my perspective on it from what I was reading. And I think that's awesome. Like you don't even think about it. It's like Rosetta two levels of seamless and, and that's awesome, right? Yeah. I I love that. I agree. I agree. Anyway, dude, that's uh that's the topic. Let's move on, dude. We got to speed run the rest of our topics because we're yeah, right. we're at an hour and twenty one minutes on my timer, dude. So let's uh, knock it out. Halo, dude. Let's talk about Halo quick. All right, dude. Halo. Um, Halo Infinite, dude. Yeah. So what do you think, dude? Have you played it or gave, given up on it because of the controversy? A, it's been controversial. I have okay. about. I mean, I'm playing it, right? I mean, probably not as, as, as much as you. I, I think I have like 110 multiplayer games complete. Okay. So okay, okay. a fair amount. I mean, you're probably higher. Um, I'm not sure. Dude. I love the game. I love the game to death. I, the progression system is absolutely terrible, and like I feel like I, I've talked to you about it before. Like it's it's terrible. It's awful. It's like I don't know who thought that up. Who thought it, it would be a good idea? You know what's but, weird? They've already adjusted it multiple times, even recently. And it's not better. It's not better. Well, it's, they it's, did make yeah. it a little bit better. Like they brought back the scaling to where your earlier games are more XP. Uh, this right, was but I, I still want. I still want that like, like 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 progressive XP. Right. Yeah. Where like you just like kind of level up and do your own thing, and that's how you get rewarded. Like the problem is still there. Where like I can yeah. log into the store. And there is a twenty dollar armor kit with limited customization. Yeah, that's literally like like thirty three percent of what they're asking for their campaign that they've yeah. been working on for years. And An armor I, set. So let me just admit something uh, that I, you know I'm sad to admit it now, but I had a little bit more faith in three four three and Halo Infinite. I spent a hundred dollars, you know, on the yeah, yeah dude. You went you all know, in. Dude. I went all Whole in. Hog. I, I Whale, like, dude. I was like, well, I figured like I'm gonna be playing Halo Infinite for like years, and I figured like Same. over the yeah. couple years, I'll probably have a hundred dollars that I want to like have throw at the game, and I might as well do it now. So yeah. that's how I felt. But like after seeing what they've done, I'm just like, this isn't worth it. It was not worth me spending the hundred dollars. Right. Um. So I feel like they got me. You know, I feel disappointed now. I feel ripped off. And that is I not the it. feeling I, I want to yeah. have when I just spend $100 on your game 
to support you, you know? And so I'm very upset about it that I've spent that money. I can't get a refund. It's basically, you know, uh, I got to deal with that and I'm okay with that. You know, I bought the $20 skin that they had first week, but it turns out that you can't use all the stuff that you unlock with every armor setup that they have, uh, all the armor cores they have. Right. So yeah, I it's can't bizarre use the world. Visor. It's bizarre world. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. There, there's also some weird things that I, that that I don't like either. Yeah, like um, like the challenges are terrible. Yeah, and for the most part, I don't. Let me explain. Enjoy them. I think I told you what happened to me last week, right? Um, it was like that, like origami tea color or whatever. Yeah. That like I I really wanted to work hard to like unlock. It looks and, like, nice. It, it was a holiday weekend, right? Like I played. A, did, did um you unlock it? No, I didn't. I don't think I got it yet. No, well, well, it's gone already. It's gone already. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever. It's weekly challenge. But the problem with that is, dude, is like now I I played probably 60 games to, to get my weekly challenges done. OK. Yeah. And like the last one, I really had to grind out. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, I'm going to get it with one day left. I think I told you what happened. Once you finish your weekly challenges, they give you a weekly ultimate. Yeah. And the, yeah. And the weekly ultimate is goofy. Is it? Like the Dude, the weekly ultimate I got was get six killing sprees in different Fiesta matches. Six killing sprees in Fiesta? Yeah. I mean, that's not impossible, to be fair. It's not impossible, but I had one day left because I couldn't uh, work on it throughout the entire week. That's a lot of matches, week. dude. Yeah. That's more yeah, than so six like, matches. You ain't getting a killing spree every match. Yeah, right. So and like so, so 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 like if you're gonna make these ridiculous weekly challenges, why can't we just work on the weekly challenges all, all at the same time? Yeah. Why can we only work on like maybe three weekly challenges at once? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like it blows my mind because like if, if you're gonna give people something like that ridiculous, like what is going on here? Yeah. The other one, the the other one was like that. That like, thankfully, I I had a pass on, but this was a normal one. It, it was shock four enemy Spartans at the same time, three times with that stupid shock rifle gun. Oh like, are God. you kidding me? Like, like that's a feat in and of itself to do it once. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's I'm not a fan of the challenges either. Challenge swaps don't fix the problem. No, they, but but, know, but 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 challenge swaps are behind a paywall. Yeah, well, I mean, you get some of them. Uh, I think <laughs> you're gonna run the, out, man. Well, actually, shit. Yeah. Our is the free vert. Um, the free unlocks in the battle pass give you challenge swaps. I don't know. They do, but that's about all they give, right? Yeah, like, I I, th- I think someone on Reddit posted that like thirty three of the cosmetic unlocks are are locked behind the premium pass. Yeah, I know. Which is which is a massive amount because like there's is, a lot of like XP boosts and all I'll that say stuff. This, but dude, uh, even the ones that you can unlock aren't even that nice looking. You know? What no, I mean? they're terrible. They're, yeah, it's not, it's it wasn't awful. worth it. Like the battle pass, I think like okay, I can level up faster. I can get the unlocks that I don't even want. Like I don't yeah. even want them. Yeah, I don't want anything. Like like I'm battle pass fifty, so yeah. I just got the uh, the uh, you turn to like fire ashes when you die and the skull comes up. Yeah, that's cool. But that's cool because it, it works a little bit differently than I thought. So you equip death animations to weapons. Oh, that, what? So, that's interesting. Right. So, so, so when you kill someone with that weapon, that's how they die. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, that's cool. That's that cool. is so neat. I, I, I just want to say something positive there. That that was pretty cool. Yeah. If that's uh, yeah, very little, you can say positive right now. The yeah. gameplay is fun. 
I, uh, I just wish that we could pick the matches that we want uh, to play, you know, instead of just killing. The gameplay is great. I think the time to kill feels great. The guns feel awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, probably, it's, probably, it's probably the first assault rifle or, well, the first Halo where I don't feel gimped using the assault rifle. The assault rifle is great. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, I mean, I um, always want to pick up something else, but I can use it. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, okay, I got the assault rifle, but I can run out there and use it and get some kills um, and, and not hate it. So, yeah, I don't know. Every gun feels good. It's just like the monetization shit. Hopefully they, you know, it seems like they, their, their response, 343 on Twitter, they've said, we've heard you loud and clear. We hate it too. We want to fix it. Keep raising hell about it. And it's probably so they can bring together, like some people are theorizing they're trying to build a case that uh, against, you know, upper management and stuff like we need to change this shit. And like they all they see is dollar signs. You know what I mean? But if if they see this backlash, they're going to have to they're going to have to adjust. And I hope that they do, because I want Halo Infinite to be the game I want to play instead of going back to Master Chief Collection uh, which I'm perfectly content with because I love all the other Halo games. I'm a double-edged sword guy on that one. So, what's that mean? What's that mean? I don't want to have a reason to not go back to MCC because I've been playing. Excuse me, MCC this entire time. MCC respects you, like you know, like like I I I, I just got fourth prestige on on Master Chief Collection. I've been playing that a lot. Nice, because uh, like. I mean, like even with Infinite now, I'm still going back to MCC just because it's a different experience, right? It like is. it's a lot of fun to hop in, pick it, pick like a SWAT game mode, and literally be like a, a fiesta of what game type you're going to get because there's like so many different variants of Halo yeah. in it, and it's and now it's at a point where like you never fail to find a match, you never fail to find people for a match. Yeah. It works every single time. It's just it's, just it's rewarding, man. Dude? And like I think I showed you that picture. You know, I was just um, about to say, yeah, sorry, this is uh, I'm sure. not to interrupt you, but I was just about to say, like, why didn't they just add Halo Infinite to MCC, like to where I could, you know what yeah. I mean? But like the, it would make Halo Infinite look so bad if it was in MCC, like compared to everything that's in MCC, Infinite looks like a joke, like the, there's nothing, you know what I mean? Infinite but, feels like a Madden release, dude. It does. It, it com- like the game like obviously we're hyped about halo yeah. but like if you compare it to mcc dude it's nothing and yeah. like i mean it took a long time for mcc to get to where it is now but like it is it's unbelievably great uh it really is so it sucks like i tried to get some of my buddies to play mcc and they're just kind of over it and i'm just like why it's recently yeah like i tried to would chad play it well I no he, he won't it. That's really? th- who I'm talking about. Like, I was like, Chad, let's, let's go play MCC. Like, this was before Infinite, right? Like, he was just like, yeah. I'm done with it, dude. And I'm like, what? That sucks. I'm like, dude. dang, that sucks. Yeah. So I was sad because. Well, well I'll play go. MCC whenever you want to. I love it. All right. Well, that's good to know because, like, I wanted to play it. You know, I wanted to play uh, MCC because it does respect me and I love all the other Halo games. And and this, this season pass or whatever it is you want to call it for. Yeah. Uh, MCC is amazing. I love the armor sets in it. Yeah, I'll look at it, dude. I haven't, I haven't looked at it, but I, you know, I want to keep up on MCC because I think that uh, it's still, it's still a worthwhile experience, even with Infinite out. You know, so for those who haven't checked it out and are curious, this battle pass is free. Everything is free on MCC. You couldn't even add money to it if you wanted to. And um, that's the thing: you pay for it yeah. once, you get all the shit. 
I, I, I'm an old, call me an old fuck when it comes to games, dude. But like, yeah. that's how I feel like games should be, dude. You buy it and then it's yours and then you can yeah, play the game and everybody's on a level playing field. It's not about your wallet. Like, give me that, dude. So what I wanted to add was that this, this battle pass is essentially, um, uh, Spartan armor, but yeah. gladiatorial Spartan armor, and like the theory behind yeah. it is, 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 is like they kind of made a, uh, a throwback set for the Spartans to hearken the Spartans of old for training purposes. Yeah, and and to, and, and to like give away to like the best warriors. You know what I mean? Right. So, and and like all the sets just look incredibly cool. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean MCC is definitely the way to go. I think if you're gonna. If you're a Halo fan, dude, like the, it's forty bucks right now. I think for the entire shebang, dude. And like, how? What are you getting for forty dollars, dude? I just spent a hundred dollars for what? I spent twenty dollars on like one a armor visor, set, a pink dude. Visor, pink pretty much, visor. Dude. Yeah. And like, dude, you could spend forty dollars and get like how many Halo games now? Shit, yeah. five. Yeah. And like I said, like you can unlock everything. Like, like, like you could literally. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't one, pay to two, win in Master Chief Collection if I wanted four, to. Four reach, freaking anniversaries for one and two, like all kinds of customization and stuff. Like it's just the amount of game you get for your money there. It's just like that's the that's where you should go. That's Infinite, the goat, dude. Even yeah. even if okay, I get Halo Infinite is free. No, dude, it it's but not it free, free if you value your time, yeah. dude, and. Like especially because you can't pick the experience you get, no. With with Infinite right now, you you don't get to pick, but you play. It, it's like you get to play big team battle, or random objective mode, or maybe Slayer. You get to play four v fours. It feels mode. unfinished. The game feels unfinished. You've got very little maps. There's no forge support. You get no single player unless you actually pay the big sixty dollars. Uh, but the, you know what? The single player looking good, though. You know what I mean? That, that trailer that, that, that trailer launched. looks awesome. Yeah, that, that trailer you know, looks phenomenal. I did have a little bit of a tear going, dude. That was Same, I was dude. Like, Dang, I, I, I got chills, dude. Do you that see the, what was good. it? Uh, no spoilers, guys, but I'm going to say what the, was in the trailer because I don't feel like that's a spoiler. It's in the trailer. But yeah. I, it looked like there was like a Promethean. Uh, it did with, with with the red and the with the red thing at like the end. Fucking, I don't know yeah. if, I don't know. It was like uh, in the middle of it saying like, you're not the... She said something like, you're not the fucking uh, future, and then punched him or some shit. Yeah. I was like, that looks like a Promethean or Pro- Prothean. 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 Yeah. Sorry, I'm mixing up my uh, <laughs> my Science sci-fi, fiction. dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, dude. Because I want them to explain, expand on the lore, expand on the story. And I just don't see, right now I don't see how Infinite does that. It's like okay, they're gonna fire another ring, but like, what happened to Cortana? What happened to taking over the fucking universe and shit with like a, uh, rogue AI and stuff? Like, what happened to I Halo Five, we'll dude? Like, hopefully they forgot about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, Halo Five, it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> retcon Halo Five, dude. Let's go. Dude, I, seriously, <laughs> I'd be okay with it, dude. But dude, Halo Five, it still it still gets me, man. It's like it's like. You you fight the first boss and you're like, oh man, that was fun and exciting and challenging. Yeah. And then Halo's like, oh dude, you know what's even better? 
two bosses. Oh the my same God. ones at the same time. Oh, my oh God. it's even better than that. Three yeah. bosses at the same one. The same three bosses over and over. Or yeah, the same guy. They, they just kept adding them. more of the same guy, I dude. I don't know, dude. It's so, it was very lazy. Uh, yeah. And it and it wasn't even a fun fight, though. Ugh. And it was it was it was tedious. Why did Halo become so cheesy with Halo Five? Like it just felt like a kids game. Like why do I? <sighs> why am I in the kids section at Target and they got like Master Chief toys? Because this is a rated M fucking game, dude. Because I think three four three had directive. Maybe this is total speculation, or maybe they they took it upon themselves yeah. to make Halo for a new generation. You know that's. That's BS, dude. That's BS. Well, it's just it's, it's just a hot take. I didn't tell you it was real. Uh, it it might be what happened. Yeah, I just think that's bullshit. If it did, because like, yeah. fuck, dude, I ain't I ain't up for that. Halo Four, I actually liked. Mm. How do you feel about it? I think campaign. Halo Four felt great. I I like Halo Four campaign too. I'm I'm still partial to three and two. Yeah, so you but. like the OG kind of campaigns. And uh, the direction and story. I felt like 4 was good. I felt like they brought some humanity to Master Chief. I thought 4 was fine. Um, I like the Cortana stuff. I I think for me, I think for me, it's 3, 2, 1, 4, Reach, 5. Okay, 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 wow. You liked 4 better than Reach. Interesting. I do, I do. So you just like Master Chief. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, it's not that I didn't like Reach. I just like Master Chief. I agree. I think a lot of people respect Reach for its customization and its multiplayer, but as far as the story goes, I didn't really care. Yeah, we're talking strict. We're talking strict campaign for me. Campaign. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I'm a Master Chief guy through and through. That's a part of the reason why I didn't like Five. Is like I was Locke the whole time. Who gives a fuck about Locke? Not me. I want Chief, dude. His visor was cool though. Yeah, other than that, dude, I was like, I don't care about this guy. Like, I I wanted to care about him. You know, yeah. I didn't want to dislike him. I just right <clears throat> when he got his ass beat by Chief, I was like, good. <laughs> yeah, that, the fight scene and that fight scene was really dumb, dude. Chief should have whooped his ass. Dude. Oh, it's frustrating. Like, like, like perspective, why would you do that? dude. The yeah. Spartan twos way way better than the new Spartans. Yeah, they were like genetically altered, and they, you know, all this shit. Whereas, like the new Spartans are like sissies in comparison. No offense to uh, Spartans that weren't like basically abducted and then forced yeah. to uh, be soldiers. You know what I'm saying? So it was definitely unethical. But let's be real, they're badasses though. <laughs> yeah, Spartan yeah. two would have beat the shit out of Locke, and I mean he did win but he was he must have been holding back a little bit because uh I mean he was acting a little, a little he's like, like a little bitch, did you just dude. crack my visor bitch yeah I'm gonna throw down right now <laughs> yeah um yeah I don't know dude that uh, fight should have been more one-sided it sh- I think it should have he might have held back on Locke a little bit but uh yeah, should have fucking beat his ass dude right then yeah but but, but speaking of that how cool is that part where uh uh, that dude in the trailer is like, but you only have one bullet. <laughs> yeah. oh, shit, what did he say? Oh my god, I forget. In the Infinite trailer? Yeah. What, what you know what I talked about? No, I gotta watch it. I watched it once, dude. I fucking don't remember. Oh my god, dude. I watched it like four times, I want to watch you, it again like, now. Bro, do you even Halo, dude? Dude, I'm not a fan. Oh, hold on. Let, let, let me get to the part, dude. I love the part where he was like... It, it's like when he's jumping out of like the, the, the Pelican. Yeah, and landing. Yeah. He's like something about like it's enough or some shit. I forget what he said. Yeah. 
or what did he say? Fuck. Oh, I'm 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 at Just it right now, it dude. Yeah. What does he say, dude? What's the what's he say? He's always got okay, the one liner. Dude, it's so good. Oh shit. I'm lying to you, dude. Let me get to it. <laughs> he don't even he watched it four times. You don't even remember, dude. Dude, I, I wasn't like recording timestamps. Oh dude. my god. It's before this. It's it's a you have one bullet against an entire army, is yeah. what he says. Okay. And then Chief goes, It's enough. It's enough. Dude, I mean it's true though. The, dude, yeah. the, I loved the part where he was like flying up on a camp and it was like this massive like environment and he just kind of jumps in, starts fucking shit up. Um, dude, um, dude, that's the part, dude. Right there, yeah. dude. I linked it to you, dude. That's uh, it, dude. I'm not going to play it for the podcast. Uh, play it for yourself, dude. Yeah. play. For, well, shit, hold on. I'll, I'll put it up on the podcast, I guess, but I won't like actually, uh, you know. I won't actually show it because I'll, I'll get copyright striked, dude. Um, yeah, so this is uh, this is the trailer, dude. So he drops. This is when he jumps off the pelican and then just kind of deploys, dude. Looking good though. Looking chief, looking good. There was one part in the trailer where he like was jumping off a cliff into the pelican. Did you see that? That was yeah, sick. Dude, yeah. I've seen the whole thing um, a couple times. Dude. Uh, did you see the part that <laughs> you watched the trailer four times, dude? Of course yep. you did. Um, I just thought that was pretty cool, but you know, I'm a big, here it is. I think it's at the end here. He's like free falling. Pelican comes in to swoop his ass up, dude. <laughs> That's sick. Um, I'm really curious about this. Uh, what's her face, dude? Um, what do they call her? The Cortana cologne? Yeah. The, uh, if I can call her, dude. Oh God, I, I lost it. I, hopefully she's good. Hopefully she's yeah. good because we need somebody to like, you know. I Cortana, a character I liked, they s- smeared poo all over in Halo yeah, Five. I don't know why they did that. I like, how do you have that. a valiant sacrifice in Halo Four? Everybody was like, "Dang, dude, she gone." And then in Halo Five, they're like, "Hey, you know all that stuff? You know that character you loved? Guess what? She's evil now, dude. Yeah, she's terrible. evil now. Hey, what's the most like?" What's the most like childish story we can invent for our new audience that you're talking about? Oh, you know that she's evil now, dude. That's how deep it is. Yeah. Oh, you know that character you like? Evil. <laughs> God dang it. I just hate it. It just frustrating. Weird. It's frustrating. Anyway, dude, so that's the Halo discussion. One last quick hit, dude. What are you playing lately? Halo? Halo. <laughs> Halo. That's it. That's it, man. I've been playing yeah. Dark Souls, dude. So I just—I've wanna... been playing a, a little bit of Rune King too, but that's not as what's, exciting what's as Halo. Rune King. Rune King, dude. Uh, it, is that it a, is a mobile a, game, dude? No, dude. It's uh, a RPG that's um uh in the League of Legends universe. Ruined by King. Ruined King. Hold on, I have it up. So Ruined King, dude. It's awesome. I mean, this looks like. Uh, wait, what? Good. A League of Legends story? Apparently, there's a dude, League of so Legends good. show. Do yeah, you know about that? Arcane is insane. Yeah, dude, it's Ar- insane. Ar- Ar- Arcane is so good. Oh my god! No it's way! So good. I'm telling you, I don't want to believe it, dude. It's really good. It's really, really good. Wait, is this a fighting game? What is this? No, I told is you. It it's like a. It's like a almost like a single player divinity kind of game. Oh wait, no. Oh wait, yeah. turn based combat. Yeah, it's what the fantastic, dude. It's dude, fantastic. Is it Yasuo, dude. dude? 
It's fantastic. Dude. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. You, you know, it's really let me good. tell you something. The trope is everyone gets lightning in a bottle, right? Like all the these games, like you might get a game that's like League of Legends where it's like lightning in a bottle. They got like this amazing game. And then like everything, every spinoff sucks, right? That's kind of like the typical thing that happens. But like yeah. you're telling me that not only did they get a video game TV show correct, like that's I mean, actually, Valorant is pretty successful too. So. What is it? Valorant, the shooter, pretty successful. Yeah, but like Valorant isn't fucking League of Legends IP, I guess. You know what I mean? Like that's like a new IP. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's it, it's 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 by Riot, by the same company. Yeah, yeah, but that's like a new IP, so like I can kind of judge that. Like I didn't think it'd be good either, right? Like to be fair. Yeah. Um, and apparently it is, but like. I don't, I just, I don't know, man. Isn't there like a league fighting game coming out too? There's a league fighting game coming out that's 2D, like Street Fighter. So it's going to probably be bonkers. There's also a league MMO coming out too. Okay. I, I'm trying to see what's going on here. Gosh, they have a lot of stuff coming, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, they're, they're, they're going to be the next Blizzard for sure. You know, they kind of act like it with how their games are, right? Like they, they yeah. kind of, you know, it's like they have Valorant, which is like their, uh, Overwatch. Overwatch and then you know League obviously is like very you know I mean League yeah. League started out as you know uh you know Dota was a uh Warcraft 3 uh you know mod or not mod, which is but, funny uh, because like custom game I was in the I was in the League beta right yeah so like I like the King Ramiskin and all that stuff and like all my boys that I play games with are like obsessed with Dota or like we're obsessed with Dota and like I remember going yeah. to like Paul and saying, "Yo, man, you should try out League with me. Like it's really good. Yeah. Like they really did it right." And he goes, "Nerd, who would play a Dota clone when Dota exists? <laughs> Why would you do that, dude? Just play Dota." Yeah. And now, and now I can't get him off League of Legends yep. to this day. To this day. Yep. Yep. So, so like I make fun of him all the time because he literally he literally gave me so much shit for playing League of yeah. Legends, and now it's all the kid plays like twenty years later. Yeah, I want to admit, uh, you know, League, I used to play it obsessively, you know. Like, I remember when yeah. Dota was originally out for Warcraft 3, I had a, I was in the Navy at the time, and I had a huge friend community that uh, played it, and I mm -hmm. couldn't get into it. I, th I think the learning curve was too heavy. Uh, but okay. Le League came out, and it kind of made a MOBA-type game a little bit more uh, accessible to new players, you know. They, yeah. they kind of condensed everything down. They reduced, you know, it was kind of weird to where when you start out as a new player you don't have that many options you have like a right. limited amount of uh characters unlocked you know you got like your weekly free rotation and i feel like that's kind of good like they didn't overwhelm you with choices at the beginning which is yeah. what happened with dota it's like oh my god i have all this stuff like what is going on and then they they made it easier to like you know do your builds and stuff it was a little bit more uh, user friendly and that's when I got into League and I think okay. over my lifetime of League I asked Riot like how much money I spent and it was like $1300 yeah I'm <laughs> sure I spent a lot on League too you know so. I've spent like over the li lifetime of League I'm like damn it dude uh, I've become what I hate a whale <laughs> yeah, dude. but not even well, though well, you, you know off. real whales spend way more than that but uh, you know I, I feel like a whale <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Uh, shoot, you were a whale for infinite on day one, dude. So. I guess that's what they want, dude. That's uh, the game. Games are about whales now. They're not about. Yep. It's not about the players. It's about getting the whales.
But uh, yeah, I'm really, really impressed cool with what uh, Riot's got here. I'll, I'll check out Arcane or whatever it's called. Uh, check out Rune King too, dude. It's it's it's, it's your type King. of game. Yeah, yeah, I like uh, I like that kind of style of game and like like it's it's very dialogue heavy. It's very much like a Divinity or like a Baldur's Gate esque game, with like obviously lighter on character creation because like it because like you have champions that are set up right. Yeah, but you still have skill trees. You still have itemizations. You still have parties like, you form. Like cost you money. You could talk. Or... No, of course not. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's free a, to play a, or. Oh, oh, oh! The game yeah. costs money. It's, it's it's forty bucks though. Okay, yeah, so I see it. Standard editions thirty, deluxe is yeah, forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, I could tell you though that if you look on like I, I'm I'm about maybe fifteen hours in. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I want how long to be like the game is long, dude. Like you definitely get your money's worth. Okay. Like like if you're a completionist, you're you're looking at like fifty plus hours for all the side quests and stuff. Right. For thirty bucks, it's pretty good. Are you playing it on PC or like consoles or Xbox? Xbox, yeah. Okay. But it is on PC too, so that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'll check it out, dude. I, it looks like a cool I think it's game. on every platform too. It's on Switch. It's on P- play PS4, yeah. Xbox, PC. That's cool. basically anything that has a screen. Yeah. Play on. I like so. it. I like it. Does it work on Proton? That's what. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on Steam, so probably, right? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I could always check out the Proton, Proton DB to find out. Uh, the, yeah. The, the, the website okay. tells you what the Proton support is for these games. I love it. So, you know, there it is. Anyway, um, but let's wrap it up, dude. I think this is uh, this has been it, right? I think so, dude. I think it's it, dude. I think so. It's been a long one. It's been a long one. We kind of like to, you know, we had a week off, so we had to get it out we of did. our system. We did. Dude. Was built up so yeah thanks for watching and listening to the technostatic podcast it's been great feel free to check us out on technostatic.com send us an email we're uh, always willing to chat with our audience and uh leave a like comment subscribe do all the things check us out on youtube all of them and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week on the podcast appreciate it later